Hello and welcome to Rewired Mind Counseling Podcast. My name is Esther Obonde and I am the host of this show. Thank you for joining us for today's pioneering podcast on overcoming anxiety and depression using coping mechanisms. This will be achieved by integrating faith-based and clinical approaches and exploring ways that anxiety can be minimized, managed, or eliminated. I will be explaining my approaches in detail in my subsequent podcast. Hello and welcome to the Rewired Mind Counseling Podcast. My name is Esther Wanda and I am the host for this show. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast, episode 5, on overcoming anxiety and depression through the application of various scoping tools. This will be achieved by integrating various faith-based and clinical approaches to discover numerous ways anxiety can be lessened and managed or eliminated. And I will be explaining my several recommended approaches in detail as I go along from episode to episode. In my previous episode, that was uh, episode four, I looked at the issues of anxiety and how good word and or positive self-talk can be used as effective tools, techniques, and strategies for coping with anxiety and depression. I looked also at the importance of identifying the type of thoughts one is thinking and the kind of spoken words one is constantly saying to oneself throughout the day as to avoid weighing down one's heart. The importance of thinking good thoughts and saying good words as opposed to the negative thoughts and the spoken words is in its effect on the mind, mood, and actions. In today's episode, we are going to discuss how to take captive every thought that messes up one's mind and causes uh, moods to swing. The Word of God states that the Word of God states this fact in the second book of Corinthians 10.5. And according to the Berean Literal Bible Version, it states the following, Overthrowing arguments and every high thing lifting itself up against knowledge of God and taking captive every thought into the obedience of Christ. Since there is a connection between thoughts and spoken words, as what is spoken flows from what is in one's heart, it is very important to take every word captive. In other words, once a person begins to process negative thoughts, it follows that the victim begins to take the necessary steps to incarcerate those thoughts. I am going to ask some vital questions. And I need my listeners to reflect over those questions and take note 
of their thoughts. Those questions are, what is in your mind? What exactly is in your mind right now? And at any given time, someone should be able to reflect and find out what exactly they are processing. The second question is, what is cluttering your mind? What kind of thoughts are causing you to constantly have negative chatter? What are those thoughts causing you to have racing thoughts and racing hearts? These are the questions I would like us to ponder about when it comes to uh, looking at what is in the mind. Just as I pointed out in my previous episode on some studies that shows how the human mind processes thoughts of um, thousands of thoughts per day, most of which are very intrusive. Taking one's thought captive can free one from becoming a captive of one's own thoughts. It's important for someone to take captive of whatever thought is in their mind. And by doing that, you are not becoming a captive of your own thoughts. It's easy for your thoughts to hold you captive and never give you a a free space to function at the right level. What one thinks can weigh down one's heart, causing a state of anxiety and depression as our thinking and our hearts are connected. Whatever it is that is in a person's mind can interfere with either their success or failure. And as a result, negative thoughts can hinder one's ability to achieve success because uh, such a person has imposed some self-limits on themselves because of the inner self-criticizing their abilities. One's inner thoughts can uh, impose uh, self-limits and also uh, cause them to limit the way the uh, function. And when one starts criticizing their abilities, looking down on themselves, they, you know, it's like putting themselves in a a situation whereby they are not functioning, they are not thinking right. So if it is a negative thought that one is processing, that can lead to... um, anxiety, and self-doubt. That is what the imposter syndrome is all about. It is a pattern of someone having self-doubt, causing that person to have anxiety, stress, and the missing of opportunities because somebody is being held captive by the words they process on a daily basis. And it causes that person to have that kind of uh, pattern of uh, self-doubt. And in that case, that person is having some anxiety and stressing over things and uh, thereby missing out on opportunities because they are grounded, they are held captive. 
And that is why the word of God is saying to us, take every thought that is negative, you know, take them captive. So, according to Wikipedia, the imposter syndrome, also known as imposter phenomenon or impostorism, is a psychological occurrence in which an individual doubts their skills, talents, or accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. Despite external evidence of their competence, those experiencing this phenomenon do not believe they deserve their success or luck. And this happens frequently when someone begins to have self-doubt, doubting their skills, their abilities, their talents, and losing out on opportunities. The imposter syndrome situation resonates with the word of God as stated in the book of Proverbs, chapter 23, verse 7. From the Amplified Bible, it states, For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. In other words, the thoughts that a person processes in their mind does affect their behavior. I put it this way. Whatever you think can you know, control you and also produce similar results, leading to some kind of you, uh, that person taking some kind of either positive action or negative action. So whatever is in the mind you are processing affects your mood. And your mood um, most of the time spills over to actions that are either positive or negative. So this is the reason why we should be aware of what it is we are really thinking about and what it, how we are feeling and the actions we are taking. The imposter syndrome causes the victims to assume that they are what they think. This is the reason why the uh, Bible warns against what we think as not to become what we think. It is a fact that what we think is central to who we become. However, the good news is that one can take control of their thoughts. It may not be easy, but it is achievable by following the recommended steps. And the steps I'm going to recommend are the following. Steps to taking captives, you know, taking your thoughts captive. These are the steps that one can follow to gain control of all the flickering thoughts in one's mind. Um, it's like slaying your thoughts before your thoughts makes you a prisoner in your own mind. Now, these are the steps. To, one has to have a self-awareness by frequently paying attention to thoughts and feelings. So that means stop taking Whenever you start having uh, those uh, constant 
battle of the mind, racing thoughts, racing hearts. It's a time to you know relax, take a deep breath, and go through what you are processing, and even write them down if you are good at journaling. But however, if you're not good at journaling, I would recommend that you begin to journal. Journal down your thoughts. That way you help yourself by offloading all those uh, negative um, excess baggages that um, weigh your heart down. So number one is to have a self-awareness. Be aware of what it is that you are frequently paying attention to and your feelings. How does it make you feel? What you think? What, how does it make you feel? And what may be the subsequent actions you may take? Number two is identifying the source of your negative thoughts. Where is it coming from? What is the source? What is making you think the way you think? It, the source identification is very important. Now, the third one is identifying your once most um, common negative thoughts you feel with a daily chatting that is recording. When you identify the most common negative thoughts you feel, just as I said earlier on, you write them down, you chat them, you record them, and see how it goes. Is it constant? Does it go down? Does it, you know, swing? Does it, you know, fluctuate? How does it go? So you need to make a note of how your thought processes go throughout the day. Does it give you a moment of respite? Or is it harassing? Are you constantly thinking and panicking? Because uh, constant uh, um, negative thoughts can cause one to start going into a state of uh, panic, you know, a panic mode, which is not desirable. Now, the next uh, point is um, challenging negative thoughts with only those things that are true, those things that are noble, right, pure, lovely, and honorable. And that is the only way you can hold your thoughts captive instead of your thoughts holding you captive. Uh, base your thoughts on, are they, is it true? What I'm thinking, is it true? Is it true that I cannot achieve something? Is it true that I cannot measure up? Is it true that I'll be evicted? Is it true that this, you know, uh, the list goes um goes on is it noble that thing that is bothering you day and night you know causing you sleepless night is it a noble thought is it right is it pure is it lovely is it honorable if it's not then change your thought processes little by little one step at a time can help one pull down you know, obstructive mountains that hinders one from moving forward. Then the last one is constantly redirecting one's mind whenever it deviates 
back into any of the identified negative thought patterns. Whenever you see your yourself, because um, we can be making progress, but at some point we relapse. When you notice that, you know it's always good to redirect your mind, and this is where coping, the use of coping skill comes in. You apply a coping skill that is, you know, that uh, helps you in redirecting your mind and um, puts you back to processing positive words and saying positive words. So challenging those negative patterns, thought patterns, is a must-do. Now, we will continue to be looking at the issues surrounding anxiety and depression during the upcoming podcast sessions. You know, as you all know, anxiety and depression is um, it's like um, something that eats up one. You know, it's, it's always there. But there need to be strategies to challenge um, depression and anxiety, minimizing them, avoiding them, or being able to manage them and put them under control. So these are interesting, and it's anxiety and depression, they're interesting, they're broad, they're inexhaustible, and they have, um, there are tools to overcome them. There are techniques, there are strategies in, um, to help one acquire wellness over a period of time. Now, some of the podcast sessions will require inviting guests, just as, as I've been saying. Um, I'm yet to get to that. Guests who will come in and share their expertise, experiences, and, testi- and testify, you know, how well they got on with um, dealing with anxiety and depression. There will be occasions when I would require larger audiences to come in here and uh, participate in a podcast, and that also will involve sending out uh, links, Zoom links to the participants. So the way the podcast will be running is as follows. On Mondays, um, efforts will be made to um, publish the podcast Myself and my team are really working hard as to, you know, have um, the exact time it will be aired. And until then, uh, we are hoping to be publishing every Monday, every Monday. And um, you will be, you all will be invited to subscribe to the podcast episodes from your favorite platform so that you can be notified as soon as a new episode becomes available. Right now, I'm extending an invitation to you all, if you're happy with the topic of anxiety and depression, to please subscribe to the following, and by following my uh, website, which is um, rewiredmindcounseling.com. Again, rewiredmindcounseling.com. At this point, I would like to thank you so much for having time to listen out to me and I'll be expecting you on my next episode. Thank you and have a blessed day.